Episode 149, Unwrapping Each Other. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And welcome, everyone. Hope that you are making it through this very, very busy season. Uh, We've got a lot of fun, exciting things happening here at One Extraordinary Marriage as we look into 2013. And um, first of all, this is being posted on Christmas. So Merry Christmas. No, we're doing it the day before. It's an early Christmas present. Merry Christmas to all of you still. I can still say Merry Christmas. Yes, you can. All right. Well, I'm wishing all of you, we are wishing all of you a very happy Merry Christmas. Right. Um, encouraging you to love on your family members. Um, enjoy all of the craziness that comes with the holidays. Um, we know that because, you know, as we tell you guys, I'm married into the my big fat Italian wedding type deal it's gone smaller it's over gone the a little years. smaller but you know there's nothing like getting a bunch of italians together and you know my mother-in-law's so cute because they play poker like after dinner and after lunch and because we get together at christmas eve and into christmas day and so she's already sending the emails kids don't forget to bring your own money because we're dad and i aren't fronting you the money this year and you know yeah, we're talking we're, coins yeah we're playing with quarters dimes and nickels yeah but it's just so funny you know i mean just those kind of funny things and you know the kids are putting in their last minute you know christmas wish gift requests and you know we're shooting stuff up to the in-laws so that it'll get there in time and 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 yet here we are you know you guys are opening this on christmas or the day before depending on you know if you've seen it and we want to talk about unwrapping each other when you're together with family not just here at the holidays but anytime, right? You know, you're with either a group of friends. Maybe you're going on vacation with another family, or you're vacationing with your extended family. You're at a family reunion. You're, you know, you're just traveling. And well, it's a great time to think outside the box. And it's one of the big things we talk about so often about our sexual intimacy is changing it up. You know, mm-hmm. you're getting outside of the bedroom. You're going somewhere new, somewhere fun. Maybe one of you or both of you want to try. The thing is, is though with family around or extended family around or new places, sometimes can get a little hard or you're trying to wonder what should we do? And so we're going to talk in this episode about unwrapping each other and what is involved in, you know, getting outside the bedroom and sneaking away to have those precious moments. Right to yourselves in the midst of either the holidays or vacation or whatnot. Because let's face it, during these stressful times, sometimes that connection with your spouse is the one thing that keeps you sane, especially if you're with family. Sometimes you just need that little "Ah!" moment. Well, and especially if you're doing the intimacy lifestyle and you're scheduling sex and you're say you're gone for a week. What do you do? What do you do? Do you not do it? Or do you plan ahead and make sure that you're going to be able to stick to your intimacy lifestyle. We hope that you'll take the time ahead of your vacation or the time with the family to go, look it, let's find some opportunities during this time when we're away to make sex a priority. It adds a little excitement, definitely does. Mm-hmm. Gotta, get a, gotta be a little creative because it's not just you at your home by yourself with the kiddos if you have kids and putting them to bed or trying to sneak one in early when they're at school. Now you got maybe two, three, four, six, ten other 
family members you're sort of like working around and trying to figure things out with or friends as well. So there's, there's some key areas you want to look at. And number one, you do want to plan ahead. First and foremost. You, you need to be planning. And Elisa and I are already planning for Christmas Day ourselves because we're going to be up there and we're like, you know what? Yeah, we're only going to be up there for one night and, and basically a day and a half. But you know what? It adds excitement. It, it, it gives us something to talk about and to look forward to on Christmas Day, not just unwrapping our presents, but unwrapping each other. And and you know, part of that planning is keep in mind that this is most likely going to be a quickie. You know, when you're trying to squeeze it in with family members, you know, knocking on bathroom doors or knocking on the bedroom doors or, you know, all of the excitement of what's going on when you've got family or friends all vacationing together. This is not one of those, we're going to make love for hours and just, you know, be blissfully unaware of everything that's going on. If you can pull that off because, you know, you've got family members taking the kids and they've all gone out and you've got the afternoon to yourselves, by all means, go Go for for it. it. But for the rest of us, um, most of the time you've got, you know, like this brief little window. Yeah. It may be in the shower. It may be one, one thing that Elisa and I did many, many years ago on a Christmas morning. Exactly. Thing. So my, my folks live in the same home that they've lived in since 1979 and about two miles away, my aunt and uncle live in their home that they bought in 1979. So Christmas day was spent at my aunt's. Well, Elisa and I came up with a reason why we needed to run back to my parents' place for something real quick. And you know what? We ran over there. It was exciting because we we knew it couldn't be like, oh my gosh, we're gone for an hour. They would be wondering where the heck we went. So we ran over to my folks' place, had a quickie, got all freshened up again and ran back over to my aunt's place. Apparently we had to go get a present or, or something, something. Something along those lines. But again, it, it's keeping in mind that yeah and we've told you guys often the quickie should be part of your sexual vocabulary not all the time not all the time but there are definitely times when it's appropriate and this is one of those times and and part of planning ahead is looking to say okay when you know having the conversations when might we have an opportunity an opportunity what does you know if we're going for a week what does our time look like you know tony and i know being at his parents for a day and a half knowing kind of what the ebb and flow is of the holidays probably when we'll be able to get a little window. Right. And so we've started talking about it. And we're like, okay, probably around here. And you've also got to figure out if you have kids, who's going to be watching the kids during that time? Or how are they going to be distracted so that they're not doing the mommy, daddy, mommy, 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 daddy, daddy, daddy. And you're like, oh, mood kill. Right. Mood kill. You know, so if they're distracted watching cartoons, I mean, we use that even here at our house. Uh, but if they're with family members, you know, Christmas Day has always been a real treat for us because inevitably our kids get Lego sets and they go to their aunt and uncle for help building those Lego sets. So while they're just blissfully distracted with the Legos, Tony and I have an opportunity to be like, we're going to go for a walk. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And it's just time for us. And, you know, our family is very understanding of the fact that we do take time for each other, for each other. And so if your family's Typically not in that mode, you might have to say to mom and dad or to your brother and sister, whoever you're hanging out with, hey, we're going to go take half an hour for ourselves. We're going to go take an hour. We just, you know, we just want to spend a little time. So that's part of that planning is to let family members know how that's going to work so that the kids aren't, you know, where's mommy? 
Right. That type of thing. And any time that you're looking to do a quickie, be it over a you know a holiday like this or a vacation or heck, you want to jump in the back of your car, you always have to be understanding or cognizant of what clothes are you wearing, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's that's probably the biggest thing about the quickie is what kind of clothes are you wearing? Because it can get a little distracting if you're trying to take off three layers of clothes instead of just maybe a skirt, guys, you know, wearing more loose fitting pants, something that you can get off easily, quickly and move on. Something to think about. Understand if you guys are in your colder weather areas, you're going to have to bundle up. But again, plan, you know, some forethought, put some effort into this so that it runs really smooth for you guys. Because all of these suggestions are really to help you have that moment so that you're not frustrated with, well, we're trying to do this and it's not working. You know, why did you have to wear, you know, this and this and this, this today? Why today? And it's like, no, if you just take, it really doesn't take a lot of time, but it does take a few minutes to go, okay, what am I going to wear? Like, I'm already starting right. to think, well, what am I going to wear on Christmas day that will be conducive to not having to take off a lot of clothes? Right. And, and you know, there's also just the, the thrill of this. Guys, we want you to we want you to look at this as something fun and exciting because a lot of you write into us and you say, you know, how can we spice it up? What can we do differently? And and unwrapping each other is definitely one of those times where you can do something different. Mm-hmm. Because what is this encompass? Mm, excuse me, what is it encompassing? It's encompassing change of scenery. Right. Chances are, if you're traveling to somebody else's house, that's a different place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you've got you've got the excitement of, you know, spice things up. You know, you're, you're working around other people's schedules. You're working around, you know, how are we navigating being in a different house and where can we go and what can we do? And so you're bringing all of these, all of these different excitements into your lovemaking. Right. And it, it's a way to recharge and renew your energy towards each other. Because I can guarantee you, when you walk out of whatever room you were able to rendezvous in and you're just, you're both wearing that crazy little goofy grin on your face. Yeah. Somebody's going to look at you and they're going to have an idea of what maybe happened in there. But more importantly, you two know that you were able to make time for each other in the midst of the chaos of a vacation of a holiday. You put yourselves at the top of the priority list. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and so those are the types of things to keep in mind. Now, one of the other things, and, and we've done, I think we did an entire podcast on the emergency kit. Yeah. Or we, we talked about we've it. We talked about it. Make sure as you're packing to go wherever you're going, that you pack your emergency kit. Yeah. You, you need to, this is part of that planning process. So you're going to want to make sure that you have, you know, if you're using condoms as protection, you're going to make sure that you have that with you. You're going to make sure you have lubricant again if this is a quickie having lubricant is key because you're not sitting here waiting for your spouse to get aroused to then have sex so lubricant is always helpful to get the action going quicker and if it's cold you know rub it together get it warmed up before you put it on her because there's nothing Hmm. worse than Hmm. getting her cold before you're trying to have sex (laughs) Make sure you have wipes or paper towels around, mm-hmm. you know, that that's what your emergency kit is. It's different for every single person and every couple. Just plan ahead and make sure that you have it with you because it makes it 
much less stressful for you guys and you can pay attention to each other and not the afterwards of the cleanup because you are somewhere different, somewhere where it's like, oh my gosh, there's people around and how are we going to do all this? We, you want to make sure that you're not stressed out about the afterwards. And here's the thing. We say the emergency kit and we harp on this for a reason. There have been many times where we have forgotten the yes. emergency kit, where a prime opportunity has presented itself and we both look at each other and there's that you know, uh, gut feeling, that sinking gut feeling of, oh man, yeah, we, we don't have it. it. We forgot it. And you know, we've shared with you guys on the show, we use condoms as our form of birth control. So if we don't have a condom with us, it isn't happening. It's a no-go. It's a no-go. <laughs> so pack it. You know, that that's, again, you know, we're sharing all this and it's one of those things where a lot of times what we're sharing with you guys are reminders for, for ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. Because there is, there is nothing worse than, you know, being able to look and like everybody's out of the house. We could do it right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, we can't. No, we can't. So, you know, pack that. And then ultimately... The most important thing when you've put all of this together, you know, you've planned what you're going to wear and you've planned the windows where you might be able to sneak away and you've got your emergency kit and the kids are distracted. You've got all of the pieces in place. The most important thing, guys, do it. Don't get scared that somebody's going to catch you. I mean, if it's your parents catching you, guess what? They made you. They know what that's about. You're married. You're married now. Yeah, exactly. If it's your kids, make sure you're in a room where you can lock the door. I mean, I will say that regardless of whether it might be your parents walking or anybody walking. Lock the door. Right. Lock the door. Yeah, it's, it's a very simple thing. I, I hear stories all the time. You know, people share with us about, you know, kids walking in on them and stuff. And, and I always look at them. I'm like, lock your door and double check it. I mean, there have been times when, when Tony and I, even at home, you know, we think one person's locked the door. And then all of a sudden you just have that moment in bed where you're like, I think I should check the door. Right. And maybe the door's locked, but it's not pushed closed all the way. So if somebody were to wake up or walk in, guess what? They still could. So just take those little precautions. Lock the door. Do it in the shower. Mm-hmm. Shower's good. I mean, Tony and I have been showering together since we got married. So it's not. it would not be uncommon for us to say, oh, we're just going to go take a shower and decide to have, you know, if we wanted to, we could have sex in the shower. And, and, and the water's running so that... You know, that, that's that noise factor. So if, if you're one of those folks who gets a little weirded out that maybe somebody's going to hear you, you know, running. Running water is a good distraction. Exactly. It's a great distraction. Rarely is somebody going to hear you. And, you know, guys, we want you to take this time because, you know, we've gone through these steps and we've talked about all of these different things that you can do and how you can execute a plan to unwrap each other. But the important thing is that it's all about the two of you connecting. Right. You know, I mean, I joke, just do it. But really, that's what we have to do sometimes. Sometimes we just have to say, you know what? This is what we're going to do. I'm not going to get so wrapped up in my head and make up all of these excuses. And, well, the kids might hear, my parents might hear. What what would happen if my parents knew we had sex? Well, I'm pretty sure if you're married, your parents have assumed at this point in time that you've had sex. I'm just, I'm going to go out on a limb. And just say they probably already know that you're having sex. Now, whether or not you've had sex under their roof, yeah, maybe that's a new one. But again, bring some excitement into your relationship. Take take that risk of maybe, you know, maybe we could get caught. Maybe you could, maybe you won't. But there's excitement in that. And, and when you're trying to do something together, 
and you know, so maybe you're not using the running water and you're, you know, in a bedroom and you're trying to be quiet and you're like, oh, psh. I mean, that's when one of you will start laughing. Yeah. I'm just letting you know right now, it's not anybody laughing at each other. You're laughing at the situations, that nervous laughter that bubbles up when we're like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. You're like, oh, go quick. Gotta. Just have fun with it. Yeah. And I, and I will have to say, I'm one of the guys that likes to steal away. I'm not in particular of being like in a house full of people. And especially here where we live in California, everything is ranch style pretty much where my folks live. So we don't have two, three floors, basements and all that. In that situation, I think I would be more apt to, you know, if everybody's downstairs and, you know, the room I'm staying in is on the third floor or something, sure, I wouldn't mind stealing away. In the instance with us, it's it's much tougher because it's just ranch style homes and, you know, you have one main hallway, sort of a, an idea like that. So for, for me personally, knowing that we have that ability to go to my parents' place on Christmas Day when everybody's going to be hanging out at my aunt and uncle's. And, and the day at my aunt and uncle's is long. So usually we open up presents in the morning at my folks' place. Mm-hmm. Then... Shortly after that, I mean, we're talking about like 11, maybe noon, we'll then head over to my Aunt Patty's house and we'll spend, honestly, the rest of the day there. It's not like we just have lunch because, again, Italians, they want to be eating at noon, so we don't eat <laughs> One later. o'clock at the very latest. Right. I mean, it's a holiday. There is a little give- giveaway there. But we're going to eat around noon, one o'clock, and then we're going to hang out for the rest of the day there. I mean, that's six, seven o'clock. We'll, we won't leave. Because we have to eat again. I mean, you, right. have, you have to have dinner. Before, we're gonna, yeah. I mean, you're going to have lunch. Right. And then we have to have dinner before we can actually get back on the road. Right. So in that seven, six, seven hour period, there's time for us to get away. But you see how what we're doing is we know the rhythms of our family. We know what to expect on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. We know these rhythms. And so this is the key right now to be thinking about is going, okay, what are those rhythms? Have we really ever really thought of them? Can we really see us taking some time away? Maybe have smaller kids. You know, make it that opportunity when one of them's napping and one can hang out with grandma and gramps. Mm-hmm. You know, or is it similar to us? Or is it, you know, you're, you do some house hopping because we have friends who do a lot of house hopping. Is it possible? And I, and I have friends who will leave the kids at one place mm-hmm. and then go house hop to the, the couple other. Could you make some time in between that house hopping to find a place to steal away? Or if everybody's leaving at one time to go to the next house, could you leave a little bit later? Mm-hmm. Could you have to run back into the house for something? Right. That, that something could be very undefined. Right. It and, could be each other. You know, maybe maybe you left your spouse in the house and you've got to go find them. Do it. This is this is the the biggest issue I think many of us face. We don't take enough time to think and plan. We think everything's going to happen spontaneously and it needs to happen spontaneously or we can't enjoy it. Well, and that's the argument that we get a lot of times when people are talking to us about scheduling sex. Right. And and really this episode comes down to scheduling sex. Right. And I can't tell you, and I know you've had this too, Tony, when you've talked about that very same topic, is that what he just said, people want spontaneity in their lives. They, oh, well, if it's, if it's not spontaneous, it's not going to be any good. 
And, and I will never forget. In fact, I use this example every time we talk about spontaneity. It was our very first small group on stripped down. And mm. one of the husbands said, well, you know, that very thing. I want it to be spontaneous. And his wife looks at him with, you know, one of those wifely looks and says, so how's that working out for you? Right. And that's the reality. If we leave everything up to spontaneity, if you just say, well, you know, we'll, we'll have, we'll have sex sometime while we're on vacation. We'll have sex sometime while we're visiting over the holidays. Well, you know, sometime, guess what? All of your time will be occupied. That sometime will never happen. And I hear this all the time from couples that go on vacation and never have sex while they're on vacation. And it's something that they both desire. It is something that they want to do. It's just that, again, like Elisa is saying, there's no planning going on. And because of that, that causes friction when it comes to having sex when you're away from your home. And you got to be thinking about it. You have to go, okay, what can we do? Part of the planning is the fun part to me because that's what leads to the excitement. It's not just a spontaneous, hey, I want to have sex and let's go do it. It's sort of the, man, we're, we're leading up to this. We're going to romance each other. We're going to give each other those looks and those taps and those pats and the hugs and the kisses that make it so much more special. It, and especially when these times are typically quickies. So, you know, typically in this instance, Elisa's not having an orgasm. You no. know, it, it's, it's too quick. It's too fast. It's not going to happen. But I can be giving her these subtle cues and these subtle signs and these ways to get her excited before we have sex. And that's part of it. I mean, part of it's the scheduling part and part of it's accepting the fact that because it's a quickie, you know, you're not, you're not having these earth shattering orgasms and it's not, that's not the purpose yeah. of this. The purpose of this type of encounter is to connect with one another, to be, I mean, this is, this is just about pure physical intimacy with your spouse mm -hmm. and to say in, in the midst of, well, at the moment it's the physical, the time before is the emotional, is the emotional. And Absolutely. And, the and you've got to have both, right? It's the talking together. It's the planning out together. That's that emotional piece that draws you guys together and closer where you're going, Oh, how fun this is going to be. Cause we're going to do something that we haven't done before, or we're going to be somewhere where we haven't been before. Mm -hmm. And how are we going to steal away and make this happen? And I hear it from a lot of couples who are on cruises that, you know, because you're in a small cruise room and if kiddos are there with you, you got to be really crafty and really have your times down when you want to be doing something because Yes, the kids could be doing kids play stuff or whatever, but most of the time they may be hanging with you or what have you not. And so if you're not planning correctly, the whole week could go by. And yes, you're having a wonderful family vacation, but I know for myself, I like to have sex on my vacations. I like to just have some time with Elisa, you know, and have just some moments with her. So if you're not planning it, it's not going to happen. And our past vacation this year was a prime example of that. Mm -hmm. We di we didn't plan, mm -hmm. and it didn't happen. Yeah, and so you know that's one of those where spontaneity. You know, how could we have made that work? Well, you know, in retrospect, there are a lot of different things that we could have done, mm -hmm. but we didn't think through 
what is that time going to look like? And it's not, you still have the, for those of you that crave the spontaneity, crave the creativity, you still have that by scheduling sex because you're not planning the exact action, all of the, you know, what is that five minutes going to look like or Mm. 10 minutes or whatever you've got. You're not planning all the details there. You're just planning some of the peripheral stuff so that you can get to that five or 10 minutes. Right. Because I can guarantee you with the excitement that's going on, you're going to feel spontaneous in the moment. You know, because maybe we're planning on after lunch, but it's going to happen closer to dinner. And so there's that buildup of like, oh, can we get away? Can we get away? Can we get away? Right. You know, or or it's like, oh, the house is quiet, but we don't know when they're coming back. So let's go now. Ready? Go, go, go. And and that brings in that energy. Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of you share with us that you just wish there was more energy in your sex life, more excitement. And I will tell you, you have to work on creating that. It doesn't just come because you say you want it. Right. I can say I want chocolate chip cookies right now. I have no chocolate chip cookies in my house. If they're going to come, I'm going to have to put forth the effort to either go buy them or to make them. Either way, I have to exert effort to get what I want. The same thing is true in your sex life. If you want to have more excitement, guess what? You got to go put a little effort into it. And this is a great way to do it. It really is. This can, this time or this kind of sex where it's during the holidays or when you're off on vacation, it adds a different dimension to what you do together. It just does because you're away from the normalcy of life, your bedroom, your sheets, your pillows. He's on his side. She's on her side. This really causes you guys to think outside the box, mm-hmm. you know, and many of you have done this. You, you have. And some of you like us on this vacation that we took this past year failed miserably, you know, because we didn't plan ahead. We didn't look at our calendars and go, when can we make this happen in our time away? And even though we were in a one bedroom hotel, right in Vegas, we could have made the opportunity work. And especially in the shower, because it was a huge bathroom. The kids were loving life, just being able to sit on the couch and watch TV. Again, water flowing, lock the door to the bathroom. Not once did they bother us when we were taking a shower together. Are you kidding with a remote control and a TV <laughs> on the bed? No way. Not once did they bother us. So if we would have been planning ahead would have had our emergency kit available to us and then taken the action we could have had sex once if not twice while we were on vacation but again the onus falls on us for not thinking Mm -hmm. about it we figured just like many of you will hey it'll happen we'll find some time no big deal you know we're we got all this other stuff planned but we didn't plan for us We didn't plan for us to get close and get naked and and have sex. And so when you're looking at these times, plan about it, plan for it, expect it, talk to your spouse about it. Because again, that's where the excitement comes and builds. And ultimately what it comes down to folks is that your spouse is God's gift to you. Mm -hmm. And when you think about it, it's like that. Wouldn't you take some time specifically at the holidays, but also while you're on vacation to unwrap God's gift to you? 
So that's all we want you to do. Take the time to put it into your marriage, to put it into your spouse. Unwrap each other this holiday season and enjoy the gift that you have been given. Mm-hmm. Revel in it. It is your one gift. Yeah. It, it is a precious gift. Enjoy it. Yeah. We want to hear from you. We want to hear how you planned for a little sex escape <laughs> holiday. Wait, wait, that, that, there's got to be a good word in there. Sexscape. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to work on that. That was fabulous. So we want to know what you did. All right. So you can call us and let us know what you did. 858-876-5663. Or you can email us at info at one extraordinary marriage.com. Remember all emails, all voicemails that come into us are anonymous. We will not say your name. We will not say where you're from. And this is just Great to hear. If you want to leave a comment, please come on over to the website, oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Leave your comment. We always love hearing from you guys. You and all of you, we wish you a blessed Merry Christmas. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you in the new year. 